Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby. This is Max Rushton. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, um, we caught up with Danny Kelly, as always, uh, on Wednesday for his My Sporting Life dip into the archive. That was very interesting today. Uh, We also spoke to Charlie Baker, uh, our friend and yours, um, who was in the press box at a game last night and didn't particularly cover himself in glory. He went very West Country. He did. Uh, We also... uh, What else did we do? We had a chat. I, I... brought in a cup draw for small pleasures which I don't know if you enjoyed but I no, persevered I all the way I, through I anyway. did enjoy it Good. and uh, I'm sure we did something oh yeah we told you about a novel way of buying football shirts uh, which was a bit weird and wonderful so here it all is <laughs> Good afternoon, Max. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, everyone. And and the PSG Bayern game yesterday was it was absolutely brilliant. I yeah. found it so intense. I actually found it quite stressful. Yeah, you know, it was even though you got no skin in the game. I, I know no what you skin mean. In the game. I mean, I definitely wanted Bayern to go through. Did you? And I I did. And why? I mean, it's a difficult. It's a. It's a. I just think I prefer that model, and it's not an ideal model hmm. to the PSG model of how a club. Is owned and oh, run, okay. I would yeah. argue. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm still sort of convinced that Bayern will score. Like, even now, I, th- mm. I just think at some point they're going to get a second goal. Because what, in the next 10 minutes? In the next, te- with the next couple of hours, I just think, because yeah. they were kept knocking at the door. I mean, PSG obviously were brilliant on the break and they just couldn't quite get that goal that would have changed everything. No, because but... they, they, they obviously the plan was to go and get the third goal mm. and then and, and then sort of look to ride it out. But they were some, Neymar was sensational. We'll talk to Tim Vickery. He, he said last night to ESPN Brazil that he's definitely staying at PSG. Yeah. So we'll talk to Tim about that. Aguero as well, um, PSG showing an interest in him, as well as Barcelona. Tim told us a couple of weeks ago that he thought uh, Messi and Aguero was a good fit. And so Barcelona could see show Aguero some interest. At- at PSG, can you that sort of like Some quick sort of talk? Juve as well. Juve showing Maybe. an interest. In I mean, if ever the phrase did everything but score, Neymar last night, he was yeah, brilliant, sensational. Yeah. And I loved that. I loved that. You know that moment where Di Maria just mm. controlled it so tightly and just played it across the box and it just eluded Neymar. Yeah, and it, was, it was a bit Gaza ninety six. Was. That wasn't it? Yeah. But Boateng's very casual back heel yeah. out for a corner. I presume the whistle had to have gone for him to be that casual. Well, he's definitely he's got Spurs written all over him. <laughs> definitely, and there's some talk yesterday that, that uh, he fancies coming to us. But anyway, um, that was a great game, and I, I kind of kept an eye on Chelsea, yeah. and they, they got it done. I, I mean, mean you, we've already pointed out you didn't think it was a stunning uh, overhead no, kick. No, and what a you? waste of time. 
time to do it then, really. <laughs> I mean, like, just like, I, I, I feel this, and I think a lot of I'm not the only fan to think this. You know, if Cambridge mm. ever win a game four nil, which is rare, I think you've wasted three goals there. Just win one nil and save those goals for the rest of the season. <laughs> Taremi there's got to think. I don't need to score this brilliant overhead kick now. Yeah. I can do it at a moment that matters. I was trying to think is that of... the way football works? I, I think it is. I think <laughs> sure if you check, it is. check the rule book. I think yeah. it's how it works. If you remember, I think Ben Teke scored a brilliant overhead kick for Liverpool, didn't he? Mm. Against Manchester United. It's completely pointless. There was no need for it then. Yeah. Just save it for a moment great that matters. Great pointless goals. You want to hear some great... But we can I'd do, happily hear uh, great uh, pointless Max goals. Rushton Christmas DVD. <laughs> oh. Remember them kids? Uh, Max Rushton's 50 great pointless goals. Great goals that meant absolutely nothing. You oh. want to add to the list this afternoon? And we'll put a little reel together. Talksport.com mm. forward slash Asian J, text to 81089 or tweet to TSH. What is the greatest pointless goal? Like, do you know that thing where the player scores it, it's a weldie, then he immediately runs into the net, gets the ball, and runs back to the centre circle, even though they need another four goals yeah. in four minutes? The only player, whenever you think of a player, who's the player you think of when you think of player running to get the ball and running back to the centre circle? Do you know, you've got me there. I can't think of one. It's, Who's yours? It's David Platt in an Arsenal shirt. Oh, yeah. I don't know what. I just feel like that's all David Is Platt that... did at Arsenal, <laughs> was just get it in, just run back to the centre circle meaningfully. Maybe he was some kind of monitor. Maybe that's what they brought him in for <laughs> at that stage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but if ever there was a, 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 a second screen game, it was Chelsea Porto. I mean, it was yeah. a diligent very, performance. Very, very brilliant for them to get through the semi-finals. A good performance. They've been, they've been hard to beat, haven't they? But Concesau, the, uh, the coach of Porto, not happy with uh, Tuchel. Did you see this? No. He said, I was insulted by this gentleman who was next door. But <laughs> oh. he was in the other dugout. Okay. Uh, my English is not perfect. Uh, it's no use talking about it. There was no exchange of words because I was focused on the game. Apparently they had a bit of a row. You could see at the end he said something to Tuchel. Tuchel gave him a kind of cursory fist bump and then ran on the pitch to his players and Concesau sort of was still going at it. They'd had a row about something. But I did like the term. I was insulted by this gentleman who was next door. <laughs> Something from maybe the they, phrase book. Maybe they live next door. Yeah, you know? that would be delicious. Tickle and Concesau. Yeah, that would be you good. Are. And now, um, we should. Uh, Howard Webb, who's been an occasional guest on this show over the years, uh, f- a fine referee, of course, now, I think, working in the States. He, uh, he got married, didn't he? To fellow referee. Bibiana Steinhaus. Yes, congratulations um, uh, to them. Yes, so we'd like to build the ultimate referee's wedding. Yeah. We don't know if this is exactly how they had their ceremony, but uh, yeah, exactly how would two referees in a perfect well, sadly, world? They had, they had, I think they had like a couple of witnesses. That was it. They couldn't because of sort of COVID regulations. Of course, of course. Uh, Bibiana was saying they would have loved a bigger wedding, but so, it wasn't so imagine in a non-COVID world. Yeah, how would two referees? get married together how yeah. would they have it in a what perfect would go on? what would happen I mean yeah. I put it out on Twitter we've had a lot of response to okay this. let's have a few of those uh, Mark said would there be someone watching the ceremony from Stockley Park stopping the wedding every five minutes because someone was sat in the wrong seat Pete saying there's a lot of VAR based ones the vicar referring to Peter Walton in the BT studio to ask if he knows of any lawful reason why <laughs> <laughs> is these two yeah not... Flett saying is there any lawful reason let's uh, ask Peter Walton Peter and he's I imagine Peter would say there is and there isn't um, really. Yes, he wouldn't want to commit. He, he wouldn't 
particularly want to commit either way, would he? I don't think. Uh, C.R. McGeegan says that uh, holding up a big injury time board after the last round has been called at the yeah. reception is very good, isn't it? Uh, James, the bride and groom shake hands before the vows. Minister flips a coin to see who vows first. That's yes. very good. Yeah. So yeah, if you could keep those coming, please. And Scott, one more. Scott says ref picks up the rings from the plinth as he walks down, <laughs> walks nice. down the aisle. That's really nice. nice. Yes. So uh, talksport.com text eight ten eighty nine tweet. T-S-H-N-J. Uh, Max, do you have a Cristiano Ronaldo and Gareth Bale bicycle kick scrapbook? Because if anybody does, I don't. you do. I don't. I'd obviously, I mean, they're up there, both right. of them two good overhead kicks. None of, neither of as good as Trevor Sinclair in the FA Cup. Because Barnsley, Darren course. Fletcher told us categorically after that uh, Porto uh, goal yeah. to stick that in our Cristiano Ronaldo and Gareth Bale bicycle kick scrapbook, <laughs> wow. which I thought would be a great insult, wouldn't it? You can stick that and stick that in your Cristiano Ronaldo and Gareth Bale bicycle kick scrapbook, mate. How many scrapbooks does he have, do you reckon, Darren Fletcher? He must have a, he's Fletch, got one for Fletch that. He must have a lot of scrapbooks. Yeah, full of that's scrapbooks. That's a very specific <laughs> isn't it? scrapbook. There. Don't yes. put that in that scrapbook. <laughs> yeah. That was a volley. That's in the Yaboa scrapbook. That's right. You idiot. That's right. That's half turns. That's the half turn scrapbook. Um, so anyway, <laughs> we digress. Let us know about that. Uh, Dean Ashton scored a great overhead kick at Mark Noble's testimonial. What a waste, says Jack oh, the Happy Hammer. Yes, Josh was right about this. Is there a better pointless goal than Lamella's Rabona against Arsenal? T- yeah. Typical Lamella and Spurs fashion, then getting sent off. It's true. You know, well. that, I mean, one goal, it might win goal of the season, it won goal of the month. But it, it was a point, you know, because Tottenham did what they always did, which was go one up and lose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Daniel De Rossi for Roma v Manchester United in the 7-1 drubbing. It has to be one of the best finishes I've ever seen, says Neil in Hoylake. Number remembers it. Uh, because, of course, they were getting gubbed at the time and it was so pointless. Check it out on YouTube, uh, he tells us. <laughs> well, we will do now, but it's 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 uh, it's on the DVD that Max is bringing out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and also, if you buy the DVD, you can get a free scrapbook uh, of the pointless goals as well, so that's nice. That's nice, a yeah, bi- yeah. A binder. <laughs> yeah, you can stick that in your Max Rushton's 50 best pointless goals scrapbook. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Now, uh, a great many people are uh, collectors of exotic football shirts. Yes. And uh, maybe there's shirts out there you don't even know about. But, I mean, uh, there's every chance, isn't there? Cover- I don't know every football team. You've- I know I shouldn't be on TalkSport from admitting such a, That's true. Uh, a lack but of you knowledge. But you know, you kind of you cover these shirts, don't you? And um, th- this is a quite a novel idea because you don't exactly know what you're going to get. Um, that is the, uh, the story behind uh, the Secret Shirt Company. And joining us now uh, from the company is uh, Reese Wellen. Good afternoon, Reese. Hi, mate. Are you all right? Yeah. Good, Good, thank you. Yeah. I mean, we were, I was quite intrigued by this when I saw it online. So just explain how it works. So basically, you'll go onto our website and you'll um, select um, to buy one of our shirts. And then you'll obviously put your size in. And then before checkout, you get... Um, like for your, for your instance, your your Spurs fans, so you'll say, like I don't want an Arsenal, I don't want an Arsenal jersey. Mm-hmm. Or you can mo- most people just say, um, if you're from the UK, most people just say I don't want um, a UK team. So we'll send out like a, a team from abroad, okay. and then we'll sort it out for you, basically. Okay. So and you've got because we, we we were thinking that because if if all you can say is I don't want the shirt of my rival, you could get Plymouth Argyle's third yeah, kit, yeah. but you won't. You've got a choice not to get that. Yeah, yeah, you've got a choice. Like, 
you won't get a you won't get a rival shirt basically. Yeah. Okay. But there's other people that do um, colours like they don't like a particular colour. You know what I mean? So like, some of them fans don't want black and white most of the time. Of course. Yeah. Like then they're not going to want a Santos shirt or they or something like that. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And, and I mean, do you have just a massive warehouse of? Kits? Where did you get them all? Or do you are you just sort of constantly on the lookout? Or are you in touch with well, all the clubs? That, that is what that we're just constantly on the lookout at the minute. We're dealing with some clubs directly, and then um, we're obviously different brands directly as well. And then um, we've got um, a club in Holland that have uh, reached out to us that will want to get the um, kits on board with us. So. Yeah, it's going good. And so, there, sorry, I was going to say, does it? Uh, is it kind of tend to be a present? So someone will say, "I'll go go to you guys because I want to buy a present for a sort of uh, uh, friends or family or whatever." And we know they like football shirts, so it would just be, be a surprise for us when they open it, and a surprise for them as well. Well, we've had Valentine's Day has just been so hmm. we had quite a few people ordering, for, you know, for the boyfriend's Valentine's Day. So that was something. But obviously, we've only started in November, so we weren't. We just. We're kind of new to it, to it all, so yeah. we're not we're not at Father's Day yet. So I'm guessing Father's Day will be busy. Yeah, I'm, I imagine you will be. Yeah, because you've got some. You, you've turned up some brilliant shirts. I mean, I've, I've on your uh, Twitter feed. I mean, you've got a lot of very exotic ones. Some not just shirts I've never seen, but some teams I've probably never heard of. But there is some some stuff from the states and all over South America. And so, yeah, as you say, you, you, you're turning up interesting and different sorts of shirts. Well, yeah, it's like um, there's, a, there's, a, there's an amateur, um, amateur soccer team or football team we sent out um, called Providence City. And I was saying to my dad at the time, oh, I don't know if to send this out or not because the person might not like it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then so we sent it out and it's probably one of the best reactions we've got, you know what I mean? It was like a hammerhead shark on a, on a um, football top. <laughs> it, was, it, it did really well. So, yeah. Uh, Swampy in Ashford says, Afternoon, guys. My daughter, 19, has got one of these football shirts. She doesn't even like football. She thought it was great. What happens? Let's say I buy Paul a secret football oh, shirt. Thanks. Cheers, what, mate. What size are you? I can do it right now. Paul, you a, <laughs> would you say a large to play I'm safe? probably a large. Probably yeah, a large. Yeah. And what if he happens to get, you know, Montevideo United and he hates, he's got an irrational hatred of Montevideo United. Is that just bad luck? Or would, would, you be, would he be able to, if I kept the receipt... And, and he was rude enough to say, I don't like the present. Would he be able to get a swap? Or as part of the deal, you get what you're given? Well, we do offer one time, one time return, you know, so obviously people, it's not fair. Like, if they genuinely don't like, some people just genuinely might not like it. So we, offer, we do offer a one-time swap. But obviously, you can get the other, other side where people just keep trying to look every single time, you know what I mean? So yeah, try, try to limit it to... One time, only. Well, it, otherwise, it's a you know you can't have a business called the Secret Shirt Company, and then someone <laughs> no, sends I, you a secret shirt, and then you keep sending I, it back until I, you, I think you it get the be, one you want. I think it should be get what you're given. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there is. I guess, I guess the point is, Reece, yeah. if you want a particular shirt, there is a way of doing that, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And I, you do, do you do sort of? Um, is there a sort of set? You, you do like classic shirts as well, do you? Um, well, obviously, they're quite hard to try and get hold of hmm. because. They're not, um, they're not so many about. So we're trying to introduce more as we go along. But at the minute, it's, we, li- we, we, we send out probably anywhere between this year's to about 
10 years ago. Okay. 10 years ago. Okay, it counts so, as classic, I'd say. Well, well yeah. it's, a, it's a good idea. I think it's a good idea. What's yeah. so, Paul, I've, I've filled it in large. Oh, you haven't? You're not buying me a share. I am, yeah, you're why not, not? You're, why buy, not? you're buying yeah, me a share. I am, yeah. So I've filled it in large. Teams I was only avoid, joking. Teams avoid time. Arsenal. I need, now I need your address, Paul. <laughs> do you want to do that in the break or do you want to do it now? <laughs> well, one, one thing is, we've had, a, we've had a few footballers buy from us, actually. Oh, really? Which is a bit mad. Um, a championship captain, so I'll just leave it at that. Oh, oh I wonder if they've kind of. And did you give them special treatment, Reese, or is it just all the same? Do you just put your hand in a in a bag and just see what comes out? Yeah. Well, we we do we do try and um, we, we we did sort them out a little bit. To be fair, yeah. How do, so what do you do? How do you select? So Max is going to send. I mean, he, he will or he won't. But it doesn't matter. I'll talk him out of it. I, I feel. I feel. I feel like force him into it. <laughs> no, you haven't. But, I'm but happy if, to do it. How do you pick the shirt that goes in the box? You say, I think. Well, I don't know. They're blokes from, um, you know, Withenshaw. So I'll send him a Colo Co. Do you know what I mean? Is it, how do you, how do you <laughs> yeah, put it yeah. together? What, what do you do? To be fair, it is. It is kind of random. Yeah. So I don't. I don't. I don't know how. To be fair, it's just literally random. Yeah. But most most people enjoy for the majority. Most people enjoy what they get. To be fair. Yeah. Well, I, I, I it's a lovely idea. And it's a lovely idea. Yeah. Uh, we wish you well, Vic Reese. Thanks very much for explaining. Yeah. And one thing, uh, mm. my mate who I'm doing it with, he's a big Bolton fan, and oh. he wanted to get a special mention to Bolton because obviously. <sighs> Do you know what? Well, well, I was very it. upset, Reese, that they. I was begging Salford to get an equaliser because as a Cambridge fan, uh, we weren't playing uh, last night, yeah. but I was watching all those results. Bolton won, Morecambe won as well. Yeah. So it wasn't a brilliant night, but there were Tranmere yeah. didn't get a point. Oh, so honestly, it's so Maybe stressful. I would, shirt. I would rather be eleventh. I've said it before. I can't <laughs> bear it. I can't bear it. I'm studying Bolton's fixtures for the next. Why am I doing that? I've come to. You're playing. wearing it's a so cardboard stressful. belt. Um, exactly. Cheers, Reese. Thanks very Thanks, much, Reese. Yeah. See you later. Bye. There Bye. we are. The MD of Secret Shirt. I'll get you a shirt, Paul. Why not? Yeah, We've been working together a little spend, while. You've been you very welcoming. I, mean, I, I occasionally bring you in the old cookie of a Thursday and you're going out and you're buying me a shirt. Good. Just get me a... Just come around and fix my, you you fix my tap. Well, I've, I've told you what it is. I've told you what your plumbing problem is. Yeah, you didn't want to do it. I mean, I even recorded I recorded the sound of the tap. Yeah. I thought we could get some airtime with that. You weren't so convinced well, I, about I, that, I, were it's you? It's a very straightforward <laughs> washer change. Do you think? Yeah, it's a 10-minute job for somebody who yeah, knows what minute, they're doing, but not ten, you. 10-minute job. Not you. Could get some air, get some, <laughs> some content out of that, couldn't we? Anyway. I guess I could send it to myself and then bring it in for you. You could open it live on air. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Could be quite fun. Fair enough. All right. I don't have to. If you don't want it, no. I just do you not I, like I, receiving I gifts. It's, no, I do like receiving okay. gifts. I just wonder. I feel. I feel beholden. I just wonder. You might. <laughs> what, you might ask me. I don't want anything back. In ten years, I don't want anything back. From in you. ten years, you might come to me and ask me to kill a man. You know, <laughs> and, I, and I, I'm not prepared to do that. I'd like God, to point would, that out. Now. Once again, it would make some content. Yeah, Paul, I, so I'm thinking you'll, about. You'll be. Uh, you'll, I'll be. Anyway, we'll move on. <laughs> um, it is uh, Danny Kelly joining us very shortly to uh, delve into the My Sporting Life uh, archive. We'll bring you some of the best moments from a. a a, a great sports person. Uh, that's all coming up. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Paul Hawksby and Max Rushton here on Talk Sport. Every week around this time, we delve into the My Sporting Life archive. Uh, Danny Kelly was your host for a great many of the shows and with sports great and good long form interviews. And we, we take a different subject every week. All of these are available for uh, you to listen back to at your leisure on the TalkSport app, which we can download, of course, wherever you get your apps. Danny joins us once again. Good afternoon, Danny. 
Good afternoon, everyone. Hey, Danny. We turn yeah. now for the first time, I think, in this slot to the world of uh, horse racing, don't we? Yeah. Um, I got the chance to spend some time and to make, as you say, a long-form interview with Bob Champion. Um, and it was very different from normally uh, my sporting life interviews. You've got somebody's whole life is a succession of vast achievements and gold medals here and um, trophies there and sports personality here and all, all the rest of those things. And it's often a, a kind of rush to fit them all in or to find a theme that allows you to fit them all in. Very different with Bob. He would not mind me saying this, I know. Um, here is a person who had, you know, it was a decent sports career, but had one astonishing moment in the sun when having had a very difficult time himself with his own health, uh, I think everyone knows the story, he then rides a horse that itself been a crock to Eldeniti to one of the most famous victories ever in, as we saw at the weekend, a race that captures the national and international imagination like no other. Um, so what was interesting was, you know, we all knew we were building up to Bob becoming ill and then coming back to win the race at the Grand National with the horse. But actually, it was a charming interview besides that because he is so self-effacing that, you know, he told the story of his childhood and growing up to be a jockey and his, his battles with his size. He's rather big for a professional jockey, um, beautifully. And so uh, he made me feel comfortable. When normally it's my job to make um, the interviewee feel comfortable. In this case, he kind of knew that we were heading for his illness and one huge sporting achievement um and he just he just allowed me to to uh, to be comfortable in the build up to that we we saw what uh, winning the national means to uh, jockeys with Rachel Blackmore at the weekend and amazing you, you spoke to bob uh, about that just that moment that moment of realization when he he won the big one on Alderney i didn't really get too serious with the old horse he was trying his heart out and um he kept galloping and um he didn't slow down at all everyone was aware of the story before the race started in every home in britain everyone was going mad what did you feel bob well i couldn't hear the crowd let's be no. honest and um you know sir peter o'sullivan the greatest commentator of all time i'm a great man i didn't hear a thing let's be honest you're concentrating so hard and you know basically you know, I pulled up and then all hell let's loose, let's be honest. And that's the thing I remember more than anything, going into that old weighing room. And um, I how, did still your, remember. how did your fellow jockeys react, given that you've been away for a year and a half? Oh, they're great, you know, because um, jockeys are well, always... Well, stayed away, yeah. <laughs> yeah, jockeys are always coming back, you know, from broken legs and everything. <laughs> you know, um, jump jockeys are the best friends you can have in the world, let's be honest, and... Um, Till you get down to the start, you start the race, you're doing a job. But soon as you pull up, you're all the greatest mates again. And, um, you know, that's a great part of jump racing. It's interesting, Danny, isn't it? Because you talk about these two seminal moments. And, and, and we've got the clip as well. Everyone, uh, uh, to some levels, have been touched by cancer, haven't they? But, mm -hmm. you know, that, that idea of what it must be like to be diagnosed with it. We can hear that clip as well, because, as you say, they're the two sort of most important parts of, of Bob Champion's career. I'd started going out with a vet. The first thing she said to me was, if I was you, I'd get on the first plane back to England and see a specialist. Well, that put me off my stroke, I well, promise you. She, she took one look at the, yeah. uh, we yeah. the champion tackle here, yeah. for the sake of, uh, of openness, yep. and said, no, you don't want to be sleeping with me, you yeah. want to be getting yourself to a hospital. Yeah, and that was it. Landed at Heathrow, two operations later that week, I'm told I've got cancer in well, it spread 
two or three parts of my body. It got into my lymph glands and it moved up around my lungs area. And um, so I had to have, you know, chemotherapy, but the odds weren't particularly good. Um, Professor Peckham was the doctor then, and he said, you know, I've got about a 35% chance of living. And if you don't have any treatment, you might live four or five months. So the odds weren't particularly good, let's be honest. They were pumping um, bleomycin, vinblasting and platinum into me every day, and um, I was scared, I'll be honest. Um, the treatment was knocking me about, and, um, you know, I was petrified, I must admit. I was so weak, I, I lost so much weight, I went down to about eight stone seven. Drugs had damaged my lungs, I couldn't breathe very well. And, um, you know, I came out and um, and I kept trying riding out ponies. It just wasn't going, I couldn't breathe. But it was hard, I really struggled. I kept thinking, why me? Well, yeah, it's, uh, and it's not many of your guests, I would imagine, have had a film made of their lives, have they, Danny? No, and look, I don't want to get to too mawkish with people um, on a... We'll come back to the film in a minute. Um, too mawkish with people on national radio. I mean, I did mention uh, to Bob that I myself had, had survived cancer oh, 22 or three years ago. I'm, I'm pretty open about it. Um, and it, it was a moment there, and I think it helped him to open up about it because mm. he said to me, he was a bit, little bit uncomfortable talking about details, though, as you hear there, once he got going, he couldn't get personal enough, could he? <laughs> um, and uh, it, 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 what was really interesting was the moment when... He said to the, uh, the, the surgeon, told him that he had only 30% chance of survival. And I can remember in my own case, the exact moment when you asked the surgeon, so what's the prognosis then? How does this go? And um, 30% was much worse than mine. So it was just an interesting way that that's how, if you do get that dread diagnosis, and um, I urge anybody who's got anything they're not happy with, um, about their body just now to go and get it checked out because mm. I've subsequently found out from friends of mine because of what happened to me, they do this, they do that, they do the other. Um, and 99% of the time, you're fine. You probably need to lie down and two, two junior disprint. Um, but he, he was, he was you know, really open about it in the end. And that great story about his uh, new girlfriend taking yeah. one look at what can only be described as the below the waist region. <laughs> yes. Um, and saying, hang on, you, you need to be in a hospital. Um, the you film to... is charming, isn't it? It's mm. one of, we make in in Britain. We make um, very good films about underdogs. Whether it's Billy Elliot, whether it's um, you know the the, the 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 bloke stripping or whatever it is, yeah. we're very we're very good at that. Here's a really bleak situation. We're warning you for somewhere down the line. It's all going to be okay, and there's no complications in the plot, and it's not it's not necessarily written to win a Pulitzer Prize or an Oscar. Um, but we do do those films very very well, and. Um, you know, Champion, uh, I think it's what the name of the film is called, isn't it? Mm. Is absolutely brilliant. Yes, excellent film, yeah. Well, g good stuff, Danny. We will, Danny. We'll yep. do it all again next week. We'll catch up with you then. Thanks very Can't much. Can't wait. Can't wait. There very good. See you soon. Take care. Danny Kelly there. Every week we uh, delve into the My Sporting Life archive. As we said, all of them available on the TalkSport app. Go and uh, check it out and you can listen back at your leisure. Do you know, I haven't listened to the Jimmy White episode yet, but I've told that story oh, yeah. a million times. What about him, the brother? About him taking his... his Dead Late brother brothers out the pub, to yeah, the yeah. pub, and the taxi yeah. driver saying he he doesn't look too well. It's yeah. such an amazing line, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Well, you, you missed some real generosity in the last half hours. Max Rushton, as we spoke to a guest who has a kind of secret football shirt company, mm. Max said he would buy me I've, a I've shirt. I've done it already. 
Uh, Christian in Hull says, Max is only offering to buy you a shirt, Paul, and hope that you'll feel charitable enough to not wipe the floor with him in the birthday <laughs> spread tomorrow. These two things are, they are mutually exclusive. Mm. Feels like a bit of a bung, this You reckon? Does. Feels like a bung. You reckon? Have I brought, does. Have I brought the birthday t- spread into they distribute? Do a, they do arrive in a brown paper envelope, <laughs> these shirts, don't they? Oh, no, have I, have I broken FFP? Gonna, do you want to give it to me at a service station somewhere, dear? We'll meet, we'll meet at Leicester Forest <laughs> Services, then give it to me under the table. Are you going to take me to the court of arbitration for sport I at think some I am. point? We're going to Cass. Oh, I'll give him a call. Fair enough. Why not? We're doing it. We'll do it. We'll do some content in it. We'll do a show from there. Yeah. What's Cass like? We'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah. yeah. Um, you are telling us about uh, the 50 great pointless goals. The overhead kick last night in the Porto Chelsea game with 30 seconds left, whatever it was. What's the point of scoring a great goal then? Um, Ryan, the Chelsea fan, said, Graham Lasso delicately chipping Peter Schmeichel from 40 yards. Although we were 5 0 down at the time in the cup. Why bother? He <laughs> says, well, you know, if you're Graham, you're just going to do it, aren't you? Uh, we've had a few good ones like that. Um, Alano scored a great goal against Middlesbrough in the last game of the 2007-2008 season. Sven's final game at City. Although it was 8-1 in the end to Borough. Remember that mad yes, game that last day of the season? Crazy, John in Runcorn. And on the John. perfect uh, referee's wedding, mm. uh, uh, Howard Webb has married a referee. Yeah. As well, so we want to create the perfect one. Stephen has just said, listen, if you apply these rules for this wedding, you have to apply them for every wedding. We are just asking for consistency. <laughs> That's it. That's all we want. That's definitely all we want. So let us know. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J. What? may have happened when two referees got married and the other thing was when friendlies go bad maybe we should set that up this was a story Charlie Wyatt in the Sun today said uh, his piece says Sunderland uh, put on a staff versus coaches friendly match with disastrous consequences Mm. Uh, the new owner uh, Kirill Louis-Dreyfus and the manager Lee Johnson were involved and to their horror the under 23 coach Elliot Dickman uh, suffered a double leg fracture (sighs) after being wiped out by media officer Oscar Chamberlain says Charlie uh, at least a man being carted off to hospital was not the club's new billionaire owner. But we do wish uh, we do wish him a speedy recovery. That is a nasty injury. Do you want one of them? Uh, yeah, go on. Steve then. says my American fiance had moved to Bristol with me. Her new boss, a big Spurs fan, invited me to join their weekly five-a-side company game. She'd employed been employed by him for three days. In a fifty-fifty, I accidentally broke his arm and leg in one <laughs> wow. in one challenge. We are no longer together. Oh dear. <laughs> Um, so let us know when friendlies go bad and what uh, possibly happened when the two referees got married. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSHNJ, that's T-S-H-A-N-D-J. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talksport. Uh, the Court of Arbitration for Birthday Spreads has been in touch, yep. uh, Paul. A reminder to Max Rushton that any appeal to Cass is futile. Cabs are the ruling body. We will be taking particular interest in tomorrow's game given the recent questionable purchasing in the hope that Shirtgate can be avoided. Good there stuff. Okay, so we'll see what know. goes on tomorrow. Absolutely. Now, um, you probably will be aware of the press box, of course, uh, where the broadcasters and, and the press sit for football matches. And there is a certain etiquette, a certain way to behave, I think. Absolutely. Oh, you, uh, 100%. You entered that. that have to be th- neutral, no football shirts, that, no that colours. press area. Now, last yeah. night, uh, Charlie Baker, uh, TalkSport presenter, and our uh, producer here on the show, uh, John uh, Cadigan, they are both uh, Talk United fans, and... Uh, our old mate Tim Vine uh, managed to Sutton fan, get them into mm. Sutton's ground uh, for the game between Talk United and Sutton. They were they were in the press box, and as we said, there was a certain etiquette mm. to be followed. Yes. Talkie uh, scored a late winner 
and well, I, mean, I think I think basically the code was broken. We'll bring you, you know, just uh, this is uh, Charlie Baker hanging over the balcony as the Torquay players and manager <laughs> head into the dressing room. If you're a budding journalist, don't do this. Gary Johnson's yellow army. Gary Johnson's yellow army. Gary Johnson's yellow army. Gary Johnson's yellow army. Yellow army. Yellow army. Yellow army. Gary Johnson's yellow army. Gary Johnson's yellow army. Gary Johnson's yellow army. Yellow army. Yellow army. Gary Johnson's yellow army. Yes, Aaron. Get in. Get in, boys. Gary Johnson's yellow army. Yellow army, yellow army. Yes, Gary. Well done, mate. Yes, mate. Who is this? All the boys on the uh, Twitter, Gary. There it is, Gary Johnson's yellow army. Sounds like the first five minutes of Saturday's warm-up. Very much, Gary. What I take away from that is Gary Johnson's yellow army. I don't know about you. So, uh, anyway, joining us now... uh, For a full apology. Charlie Baker. Good afternoon, Charlie. (laughs) Good afternoon. Um, my brother said, well, watched it, and he said, uh, we're thinking of staging an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? I mean, it must have been great just to be at a game. Oh, it was, a, it, it was I'd forgotten how much a, I love it. But that feeling when you score an 80th minute goal, when you've been knocking on the door the whole game, the 80th minute winner, beautiful cross into the box, Diving header from Asa Hall, our skipper, had an absolutely brilliant game. Absolutely had Butiman, their main midfielder, in his pocket the whole game. Diving header, bottom corner. John Cadogan, our producer, I was very well behaved, I will say that, until that point. <laughs> until that point, But yeah. John, John Cadogan, our producer, was more or less on the pitch when that went in. <laughs> and I just sort of held it together with a good old-fashioned British stiff upper lip and just sort of punched the air slightly mm. and then had a... You should have written something down or leant back and said, Who, <laughs> who's, whose was the assist? Asked another journalist yeah. there. Not, <laughs> not ran on yeah. and slid on your knees like Brian Kidd and... <laughs> At Sheffield Wednesday. It was unbelievable. But then at the end, you see, so we were in with the director's box and all that. And then at the end, the because of the social distancing, the, the teams go off different 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 points. Mm-hmm. So I, I it already actually what already happened what happened was I sound like Jethro. What happened was <laughs> I said the I said I said the Denville. No, um uh, we we'd gone for a cup of tea at half time. And then on the way back, I was walking with Tim and John mm. and I went through a door and suddenly Tim and John had gone and I found myself in the player's tunnel walking <laughs> on the pitch. And I thought, I don't think I've gone the right way. But anyway, at the end of the game, I, I knew where the talkie players went off. So I went down to that bit and I was on my own is the thing. And I thought, mm. these poor lads, this team who are absolutely brilliant and yeah. flying at the moment, absolutely, they've had no fan input at all like the whole season, you know, mm. about five games or whatever. So they need a bit of love, a bit of momentum. And, of course, I love the song Gary Johnson's Yellow yeah, Army. Yeah, yeah, we gathered. Yeah. It's strange yeah. as I came to yeah. hearing Yellow Army going, I've, I've shouted Yellow Army for, like, half an hour yeah. at a time. I mean, so you we were the well, Yellow that, Wall. The you the equivalent of the Yellow Wall <laughs> on your own uh, yesterday. Just for, But John they seem the to ultimate. appreciate it, the players. They acknowledge it. And then, the, obviously, Gary Johnson did the manager because it is, of course, his Yellow Army. <laughs> well, without yeah. without any that, shadow of a doubt, loads of yellow art, loads, and also they're all playing in white. So I do sound a bit mad. Yeah. Uh, white, uh, white away kit. It would be white, worse, white, Charlie. Shirt, it'd be worse, Charlie, if, if the players were ignoring you and just going, oh, "Not yeah, here, no, not just covering their eyes." again. But this interesting thing is, <laughs> and, and you you both know about this, is that next Tuesday, yeah. Cambridge are away at Leighton Orient. Yes, and somebody a a listener has got in touch, and he has 
got a flat which overlooks Brisbane Road, not just like half the pitch, like a oh, brilliant yes. view. Oh, I've seen the view, it's and amazing. He asks it's me, like an exec do, box. Yeah, view, basically, he? do you want to come and... He'll say, I'll make myself scarce. Do you want to sit on the balcony with a mate or two? And so yes. it's a bit like you, Charlie. I haven't been to a game forever because yeah. we oh. haven't been able to go for games. And my first reaction was... <laughs> This is this is a terrible way for my life to end, isn't it? But yeah. now, but I'm, now I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm bringing some muscle with me, and I can't. Yeah. So it's wait. not going to be the Alan Partridge, oh, exactly. the Max Rushton room, exactly. But I can't wait, and it's and it's the thought of seeing, especially if we get a late winner, because like Charlie, just looking at the top of the National League, it is stressful. The top of League Two is oh, so stressful, tight. isn't yeah. it? And it's sort of what it just. It's been so long since Cambridge have been in a position like this yeah. that I've forgotten how you're meant to behave and how you're meant to... Yeah. Just, well, don't jump off the balcony. Well, don't do I, a John Kelly. You're, you're meant to lose your mind. I was sat next to the Bruce, who's the uh, chairman of Sutton United, was oh. four um, socially distant seats away from me. And at the end of the match, he just went, you are no longer welcome at Sutton United <laughs> FC. Yeah, I feel for Tim. But Tim's going to... game, isn't it? Tim, by, you know, by association, by old Tim Vine's going to get himself banned yeah. from his own club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I think they took me took us, because last, last time we went, we lost 2-0. Hmm. I think they thought, oh, right, they were a good, bad omen yeah. for Talkie United. But yeah, we're flying. We'd be top. Talkie would be top, but we had three points taken off us because of Dover Athletic. Um, oh. Not not playing anymore, so we had three points taken off us. Oh. Um, but look, it's ten games to go. It's absolutely anybody's in the top six. So you just got to hope the, the momentum sticks. What was Tim? Now. Was that, Tim wearing that's what his? Gary works on. Sorry, uh, Charlie. Was Tim wearing his Panini <laughs> stickers <laughs> suit for the game last night? Yeah, that, <laughs> that would have looked what good. Tim Vinas made a suit entirely of Panini it? stickers. It's a it's a great look for the football. That would it be, really wouldn't is. it? Yeah. That Tim really commits to anything he does mm. fully. He turned up in his car in the car park, and on the top of it, it's got it's written in I think white gaffer tape. It's not me, right? It says <laughs> on top of his car. Really? And I said, what? What is that for Tim? He said, that's if I'm ever in a helicopter police train. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great idea. That is so brilliant. It's a very good idea. Never in off, you see. Never off, Tim Vine. Yeah. Marvellous. So, so very, uh, very you're, you're back at the weekend, I take it, alongside Matt Rushton, yeah? Back on Saturday morning with uh, Autobiography Wars. It's, uh, it's, oh, yeah. Here we go. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. It is the Crankies <laughs> versus TBC. And, um, well, there are two possibles. Uh, um, Goodness me. uh, Somebody, and I lost the letter, which is poor of me, Mm. sent us uh, Jerry Hannibal's autobiography. But there are calls for Andre Agassi to be put back in after a very controversial defeat to Tony Cascarino. The Crankies versus uh, Jerry Halliwell. That's a clash of the times. That is a clash of the times, absolutely right. It's it's a sort of uh, early 90s Royal Variety performance backstage mashup. Yeah, it sounds good. <laughs> it sounds good. Brilliant, Charlie. Good to talk to you. Thanks very much. Cheers, we'll mate. Catch up Thanks with you for soon. having me, lads. There we are. Charlie Baker there. Uh, back e- on even more West Country, mm. isn't he? Like, like, yeah, he's become more so. Getting like, getting to a game, I'm, 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 I got to see a couple of non-league games a few months back, but I'm looking forward to, to getting to a match again. Oh, yeah, next Just Tuesday will the be League fun. Cup final. I'll, re- I'll record a bit. They mm. seem nice. I've done a bit of a... I've, this this guy who's invited me, I've done a bit of a sort of Google adventure just yeah. to check. <clears throat> seems like a legit kind of guy. Seems like a very friendly offer and a kind thing to do. 
not a psychopath. So <laughs> I'm happy with well, let's, let's hope you're right. Anthony says, my dad was a referee mm. and he received a guard of honour of assistant referees' flags from a lot of guests who were also referees I imagine that's wedding. quite... When, when, I mean, I'm sure Howard would have had the same mm. thing if he would have had all his old mates there and colleagues over the years. There would have been the, the guard of honour of that's flags, it, yeah. but like, sadly they couldn't. Made a great picture. My stepmum's face wasn't the best. And Andy says, uh, for the perfect... Uh, referee's wedding Mike Riley poorly implementing new tech for the music sound system yeah. meaning the master of ceremonies in the middle has no idea what song is meant to be playing next and it will be playing it too loudly making everyone at the wedding hate the new system this is very good <laughs> you remember the fearsome sight of Kalina as an usher oh, so yeah. that's the first thing you see at the door whoa <laughs> blimey mate I wasn't ready for that don't hide like that I'm not hiding yeah that would be uh, that would... anyway so this is because uh, Howard Webb one of our finest referees has uh, married uh, Bibiana Steinhaus, his uh, referee partner. Mm. And uh, congratulations to them both. It's had to be quite low-key because of the virus. But j- just imagine some of the things that could happen when two referees marry. Talksport.com, <laughs> text 8 tweet TSH&J. Ed says, I think this is how linesmen and women are made. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you could well be right. It is um, Paul Hawksby and... Uh, I was going to say Andy Jacobs. It ah, clearly doesn't not. matter. We're he's, all the same. He's Me, Andy, Charlie, we're all interchangeable. He's back Friday. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Well, Hawksby, Max Rushton uh, here on uh, TalkSport. I don't know if we don't, haven't done this one yet. Uh, Steve Robinson says the vicar tells uh, the uh, ref slash groom he may kiss the ref slash bride then uh, blows a whistle to start the kiss and does three sharp blows of the whistle to signify the end of the ceremony. Um, and uh, happy ref couple exit through a guard of honour archway of offside flags. Well, that's... what well, offside flags? Yeah, I can't know what you mean. Um, so keep those coming. What could happen when two referees marry, as has been the case? Talksport.com, text 8 to 89, tweet TS... H and J. I'm, I, I'm assuming the ref's watch vibrates as he carries his new bride over the threshold, <laughs> says Andy in Liverpool. Steve, Quite possibly. Stevie says the single bridesmaids start inching forward over the vanishing spray. Yeah. Just as the bride is about to take the free kick, brackets, throw the bouquet. There will be course. the spray. The, the photographer will probably have the spray when he brides mother and he'll be making sure. Just step back a little bit, Grandad. Just ten yards. And Dave says, I'd love to see Nigel de Jong run down the aisle and launch a two-footed chest assault on the vicar. Well, it's right because Howard wouldn't see it. I'm only kidding, Howard. He never live it down. It's one moment in a brilliant career. And he was unsighted, for goodness sake. Of course he was. Well, he's getting married, wasn't he? He had other things to think about. Of course he was. He didn't see it. Uh, Talksport.com, text 8 to 89, uh, tweet to uh, TSH&J. A little bit later on, we'll talk Liverpool and indeed City uh, ahead of their game tonight. What are you going with uh, in terms of laptop and TV because uh, you have to make you've got I both think, games I'm, I'm going Dorman City on the big telly to begin yeah, with that, that unless like, Liverpool score and then I might it. switch it I think that's going to be it's going to mm. be one of those nights mm. isn't it where you're, you're switching between the games that is uh, very true uh, we mentioned earlier on Dean Ashton scored a fantastic overhead kick in a um, I think Mark Noble's testimonial um, Stephen says another stunning overhead kick by Dean Ashton came in a 4-1 defeat at Old Trafford we're building 
the 50 greatest goals that really didn't mean anything. Yeah. And we were saying last it's night... It's relaunch port- my TV career. Paul, yeah, it? it's so a it's DVD or, or maybe we can sell it to TV. So, um, yeah, Dean Ashton, four undefeated at Old Trafford. Tevez scored a 30-yarder in the same game, I think. So, uh, yeah, oh, yes, kick- I know that, uh, Dean yeah. Ashton. Over. It's a good brilliant kick. goal, but yeah. they, it, was, it was in a heavy pointless, defeat. Pointless, Dean. What are you doing, wasting your time doing keep, it then? Keep them coming, them 50 pointless goals. When the game was gone, you scored a worldie. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TS, H&J. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. We've been talking uh, about uh, the marriage of uh, Howard Webb and Bibiana Steinhouse, two referees, and you've been telling us some of the things that could have happened had it been the big do that uh, sadly they were robbed of because of the virus. Um, Added minutes board, says Martin, is held up uh, as the best man speech goes on too long. You could yes. see that, couldn't you? Tim Booney's got the same, yeah. Best man is warned about time wasting. Oh, OK. And 30 minutes is added to the end of the wedding reception. Guests of honour, Jose and Fergie, stand up tapping their watches <laughs> out of habit, says Martin. Thank you very much for that. Uh, Jonathan has checking guests' shoes before they enter to make sure of uh, no price stickers on the bottom and ensuring undergarments garments match the outfit obviously yeah any sock tape has to be the right color doesn't it <laughs> yeah of course it does <laughs> for this wedding uh, you're also telling us about when friendlies go bad we mentioned a game between uh, staff and coaches a little friendly and one of the coaching staff very badly injured double leg fracture in this little knockabout game which featured uh, the new owner and manager lee johnson we say we wish the the coach well but um carl in liverpool says went to morocco they had a staff versus guests 11 a side game Staff took the game very seriously. I'm a centre-half, and I had a collision with their striker, a waiter. He hit the deck, and I just told him to get up, man up. All hell broke loose, and I had all the staff shouting at me, and uh, I had no idea what was being said. Anyway, it turns out the broken... The bloke had broken his leg in Blimey. eight places. Oh, eight dear. places. Eight, Carl. Blimey. That's it's like just a collision. I had a collision, he says. Friendly really. So collision <laughs> Friendly is that. really gone Somebody wrong. told me to Google... China versus QPR. Oh yeah, that's a, yeah, that was a youth game. That was yeah. appalling. Yeah, I remember that happening. Seven. It's quite extraordinary. We did speak to Mark Un- Bertram at the time. It was a bit of a shock. Defenders and all sorts of things happening. Yeah, yeah. they so all kicked off. They, they 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 did take it very seriously. Who knew that China versus QPR would be quite the story. Uh, Biko says uh, um, at the wedding, Mike Dean is the best man in keeping with his, it's all about me. We'll find a way to make the wedding all about him of course. Uh, someone has yes, another one, Daniel, has sent the gif of Mike yeah. Dean standing, celebrating Tranmere going, John, goes out saying Mike Dean would drink too much, get Larry and trying to make the whole day about him. Poor old Mike. John Moss would be the DJ because he's got his... Uh, Absolutely, the mobile DJ, John Moss. He's got really the wheels good. of steel. He's got his own uh, He's got his own record shop, hasn't he? So we, that's the music covered for the do. I think this is going to be such a wonderful yeah. day. I mean, uh, I mean some, the cake probably did have two... I mean, it's not even a thing. It, it would have had two referees on it, wouldn't it? Well, it would be, be a Battenberg, wouldn't it be... It'll be a Clappenberg cake. It'll be a Well done, that's good. Thank you, caller. You've um, won the £100 worth of vouchers this afternoon with your Clappenberg I've cake. I've got uh, the top 50 um, uh, small things that make you smile. Um, would you like to pick a number between 1 and 50? And it'll just make you smile thinking about it. OK. From the papers. Um, top 50. I don't want to read out the whole 50. No, I reckon don't. you'd get bored of that, Paul. All right, then. 28. Laughing out loud at a film. 27's a good one. Okay, Seeing a butterfly. 
Who answers okay. that in a survey? This, that's a bit Yoko Ono. That is, <laughs> Who says not one of her do you tweets? Know, it's the little thing. I've had a tough. It's been tough for everybody. I haven't been able to go out. But do you know what? One thing that would just make me smile today: seeing a butterfly. Yeah, uh, forty-four. Forty-four. Four. Oh, just doing the style of Graham Kelly. Okay. Forty-four. <laughs> the smell of toast in the morning will play. Will play number twenty-one. Number twenty-one. Finishing a really good book. I actually find finishing a really good book quite yeah. upsetting because I've enjoyed the book. Yeah. The end of the book is probably you a feel bit bereft. frustrating. I feel a bit bereft. You, feel, you do. You think I'm never going to meet Go on, those do another people one, again. Do another one. Do another Num- one. Number 16. Uh, number 16. Uh, finding money in a purse wallet you'd forgotten about. Number two. We'll play sleeping in a freshly made bed. One more. Paul, I'm really Okay, I just, still get, just to get the end of this draw. Okay. 49. Number 49, swimming outside. We'll play 42. And number 42, discovering new food. <laughs> totally what a load of old survey. nonsense that well, is. Absolutely. 43, hearing the wind blow through the trees. That was quite nice, isn't it? That's a small yeah, pleasure. It's a, it's a small pleasure. All a bit cosmic. We'll play number 38, having a good hair day. And it's interesting, though, oh, because you are... Many people have, I'm having mine cut tomorrow. Because it is starting to look a little Antonio it's, it's Conte. Not, it looks like started, a wig. I did think the other it day... It looks I, like a wig. <laughs> I did think to myself, maybe Paul has it. And Paul, you know, good for you if that's what you want. Maybe you have yeah. a wig, and I've never discovered it. Because it's just... At the back, there's a bit of weight to it. With the sort yeah, of, it's too much weight to it. It is a little bit, yeah. Yeah, so it's going to so be... I'm going to get a day for you tomorrow, isn't it? There's the birthday tomorrow. spread. Yeah. Easy winning that. Haircut. And going a to a pint pub. in a pub. Yeah, it's all oh. happening. It's uh, Lockdown is officially That's not over. in the top 50. That's not staying in bed <laughs> on a Sunday morning, is it? I'm smiling now, isn't it? No wind through the trees, mate. That's not number 36 people watching, is it? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk sport hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Mike in Lincoln is 
probably not listening to us. <clears throat> no, he just he sent it to the wrong radio station. To our sister station, Virgin. Virgin. Radio. What does he want? Andy says very easy. It's an easy gig that, and he just plays some songs and just you know scroll up and that doom yeah. scroll. You know, look at what's terrible in the world and just play another record. Mike says, "Hi Ben, loving the show. Sat in the garden, chilling with a cider. Yeah. Would love to hear a bit of the Verve's history. Haven't heard it for ages. Cheers." Well, if it's good enough for Mike and Ben. Good enough for us, isn't yeah. it? Should we uh, should we play a bit? Well, when we come let's back? have a bit of oh, the we verbs. Got some now? Here's the verbs history. Oh, okay. You're listening to Talk Sport. Here's the verbs history. Coming up in a second, champagne supernova, yeah. and after that, Nickelback live on Virgin. <laughs> The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Uh, John's been in touch. Hi, Max. Any chance of some Slipknot duality? I'm not... Is that, for, is that good? Is that sort of... I don't know if that's suitable afternoon Probably music. Probably not. I'm sitting in the bathroom drinking a beer. Haven't heard it for ages. Cheers. Um, yeah. There was, uh, earlier on, Ben seemed to think he was listening to music radio. Mm. He sent it to the wrong station. Yeah. Uh, uh, but some, we did we'll play, play... We did play... We'll uh, play you some Sade instead. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it depends which station. Yeah. It's, it's a bit st- like, you know, when you do your Waitrose order. You say, we couldn't find your mushrooms. You've got your bread. We couldn't find your Slipknot. We put you the verve again. It's a substitution. You know. um, did, you saw Boris Johnson. Did you out jogging? We've got used did to I? his kind of fairly makeshift uh, outfits that he wears when he, he goes jogging. He doesn't wear jogging. a sort of tighty underarmer. No, he doesn't. Good, he, but thing. he wears that kind of posh bloke's Craig Opper's fleece, yeah. pair of rugby yeah. socks, yeah. you know, to, uh, odd trainers. Do you think it's affected, or do you think it is just oh, what's no, on the floor? Oh, no, massively affected. Okay, he yeah. spends hours oh, cultivating that look, so, yeah. definitely. He, um, he was wearing a Grimsby... T- I don't know what Lloyd Griffith make of this. Um, he was wearing a Grimsby Town FC beanie hat with the tag from the shop still attached. Has he nicked it? Um, <laughs> apparently, but he was wearing that when he was on holiday in the Highlands. So he's taken this hat with, with the price on it. You can't send it back if you've no, worn it more than once. Well, he's take, but the, and he's worn it to run in. So oh, um, okay. he's, when he goes back to Scotland, if, he take, if, you, if you sold him a Grimsby... Grimsby hat in Scotland, and he tries to bring it back after two sweaty Who's selling runs. A Grim- Whose shop is? I mean, if you're selling Grimsby hats in Scotland, yeah, that's why not, are you leaving the tag well? on? Does he think he's down with the kids? Well, think, you no, think I it's think, some sort of new era? I thing? think he thinks I can wear this a few times, send it back, and I have to pay for it. Chancer, yeah, absolutely. what a chance! If you get a, if you buy a Grimsby hat and it's slightly sweaty, yeah. And you'll know who sweat it is. Very, what looks like blonde Labrador hairs on, yeah, on the hat. Absolutely. It's not Labrador yeah. hairs. It's the Prime Minister. But take the tag off, man. It's not talk no, politics, pre- Paul. It's talk, it's talk sport. That, it? it is. Yeah, not talk, it's, not, yeah. it's not a music station no, even. No, you're still right. playing so, yeah, music. No, no, it's a very good I'm point. Not, I'll take it back. I'm, I'm, I'm making no judgment <laughs> about his politics. I'm talking about his headgear and the fact they're still a tag. I am, but okay. that's different. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. There we are. That was this afternoon show. I wonder what shirt's going to turn up then. I wonder that's what it's going to be. Isn't it? If they curate it, they'll, they'll give us a good one. It probably will be Plymouth Argyle third kit. <laughs> we'll open it live on air. Maybe you'll get Denmark 86. That would be great, That'd wouldn't be good it? One, wouldn't it? No, we'll brilliant. open it live on air. We can share it. I'll wear it some oh, days. Sweet. And you can wear it for <laughs> you training. You Tuesday. I'll, I'll wash wear it Wednesday. I'll wash it and bring it back. <laughs> I'll wash it, obviously. I used to open letters I got sent here on air until I opened on air... A box of chocolates what from someone thought? saying, thank you so much, Deborah. And I was like, I don't know who that oh, is. On the gaffer. Was, like, oh, was she listening? No, she doesn't. She wouldn't even know how to tune in. <laughs> but, thing is, the thing about having an affair is I just, I, 
I'm just too lazy. Even if I really wanted to, I just okay. couldn't be bothered. I think you protest too much, mate. I mean, she's not listening. She's probably not listening to the podcast. So she knows. She doesn't know I'm any very better. very happy. That's it. Uh, we're back tomorrow with a birthday spread. The birthday spread, uh, amongst other things. Uh, have a fine evening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.